Welcome to Find the Good, a weekly offering focused on finding the good in our lives despite the challenges and the chaos that we face every day. My words, they're meant to inspire but be real. And what I mean by that is real life applicable. It is often easy to hear someone else's words of inspiration when life is good, but when life is hard, it's hard to relate to. So I want to speak to those who are going through the good, the bad, and the in-between and be truly relatable. I want to give you bite-sized pieces of inspiration that can help you to find the good even during the bad. So today, big topic, I want to talk to you about how we go high when they go low. Michelle Obama is well known for saying this a year or two ago, but it's a good idea for each of us to think about this relative to our own life. In this podcast, we will tackle the questions around how do we stay focused on moving forward and taking the high ground when someone else tries to break us down or keep us back? How do we stay focused on the positive when people are purposely trying to hurt us, steal our joy, take our credit, or even take away our positive energy? They're good questions and something that I'd say most of us struggle with. Our human nature is to be protective. And when we feel threatened, our defense mechanisms kick in. If we haven't trained ourselves or how we want to respond in these situations, most often we respond with that equal negativity and reactive anger or frustration that the source gave to us. But I believe that we can be protective of ourselves and respond in ways that help to move us forward without being a victim, but also without adding to the negativity. So I want to say that again. I believe that we can respond in ways that help us to move forward without being a victim, but without adding to the negativity. And that's what this podcast is all about today. So I want to start with one simple question. And I want you to decide this for yourself. I will offer my opinion and some supportive ideas, but this is truly up for you to decide what's right and good in your life and how you want to be in these times. So my question for you is this. Do we need to take the high road every time? Do we need to always respond with kindness and respect even when we are hurt terribly? Or perhaps when we know the person did something to us and they're not sorry and they may never be sorry, why would we bring ourselves to be kind to someone or something that has been so cruel, so frustrating, and so intentionally hurtful? And so when I think about this for me, it's not only important for me to think about how I'm treating someone else, but I also want to check in with how I'm honoring myself. How am I honoring my state of mind, my health, and the things that are important to me? When we choose to take an eye for an eye, or even just treat someone with disrespect, even just under our breath or with a little eye roll that we don't even think they see, the truth is we're not impacting that person really. Chances are they don't care. In fact, we're doing exactly what they thought and hoped we'd do. We're stooping to their level and becoming ugly with hate, disrespect, and anger. People who are unhappy and angry tend to find those who aren't, and they work to bring them down to their level. Oftentimes, those who are unhappy and full of hate thrive, actually, by trying to get those who are happy to become more like them. But Martin Luther King Jr. said it best, one of my favorite quotes of all time, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can. 
And so I, I truly think that is right. When we come back at someone or something with darkness, we just add more darkness to the situation. Perhaps us being no different than the person who started it. I know I have had people who have hurt me, downright purposely disrespected me, and it took all of my strength to keep my head high and not get pulled into the name-calling, nasty comment-making, putting other people down in life sort of place. And I can tell you I'm not perfect at it. But I know that if I go there, I'm only disappointing myself. Because I'm stronger than that. And I'm at peace with myself. It isn't about making someone right or even giving them a free pass to being mean and disrespectful. When we offer kindness or respect or we don't come back with negativity, it means that we do not want to carry that burden on our shoulders and we want to spend more time focusing on the good energy of the world. Sometimes the most respectful thing to do is calmly state your opinion, give someone else the chance to state theirs, no matter how different it is from yours or how much you disagree with it, give them that opportunity and then walk away. It is so hard to do this, I know. But you are not being a wimp for not fighting back. You're being strong. Because those types of discussions or arguments never go anywhere good. When people are trying to break each other down and only to rise up, it only tends to lead to more negativity, more darkness. It never takes us anywhere we want to go. So if you want to stick with the focus of putting your energy into the good things in life and not wasting your energy on the bad, you must find the strength to not contribute to that negativity. Studies find that people flock to negativity much easier than positivity. As it's a lot easier for us to find an excuse in life why something went wrong or didn't work out than trying to look at ways to move ourselves forward. If you don't believe me, just watch the newspaper headlines and news stories. I would guess at least 75% of them will be negative. Not because there's bad, more bad in the world, but because somehow we find ourselves attracted to that. Maybe somehow when we see there's a lot of bad going on, it makes us feel better. I, I don't know. But I want you to make a focus on being attracted to the good. Both in the news you listen to, the conversations you have, and the way you treat people. Even when they're not always good to you. Wish something better for them and take the high road. Show them how to do it. So this is up to you, as I said. I'm just giving you some thoughts, opinions for you to think about, react to, maybe even have a conversation with someone else about. But in my initial question, I asked if we always need to take the higher road or the higher ground. And I can say with absolute certainty, without fail, if your character is based on integrity, treating people like human beings, trustworthiness, honesty, and kindness, then yes, yes, always take the high road. It never fails, never it may seem as though others who take the low road get ahead faster, but in the end, it will always catch up. People see through it. People will also see you as an authentic and genuine person. A great example of this is in the character of a friend of mine, and this is a very personal story. Actually, it was his mother who was one of my best friends, and we tragically lost her to someone who violently took her life without motive or even knowing who she was. This person just picked her randomly. 
So when her son went to court to face this person, and, and by the way, I, can't, I cannot even imagine how he felt. I know my heart was broken in a million pieces. I can't imagine how his heart felt. He had lost his mother, the strongest woman he had ever known, his rock, his guide. Unnecessarily, very painfully, tragically. But what he did, though, it was something I will never forget. He did share how much of a loss this painful act was for him. But in the end, he went over and hugged the grandmother of the person who was responsible for taking her life. What he said to the grandmother was, no one wins here. This is a loss for all of us. He had compassion for the other side. He had compassion to recognize that nobody felt good about that situation. And instead of being angry and yelling at them and and walking away from them, he tried to find a way to move himself forward. And in return, he moved everyone forward. When he left court, he picked up the phone and he called his state representative. And he asked how he couldn't get involved to help the system. Because the person who had done this evil act had been a part of a program that had failed. Instead of focusing all of his energy on hate, he tried to be a part of a change for the future. He wanted to make the situation better so others wouldn't have the same story. Now, obviously, there's a lot of pain and anger that he had, he still has, and and will always have at some level because this is a tragic loss. But he chooses to focus his energy on how to help others. He told me it was what his mom would have wanted, and I agree. He took the high road. So if you're interested in taking this high road that I've been speaking about, and as you can hear from that example, I'm talking about the tough stuff high road. I'm talking about that stuff when our our heart has been broken and life has knocked us down and we could never imagine being in that place and we have so much frustration and anger and all we want to do is react in a negative way. If you want to take the high road, but you're not sure where to begin, I've got three tips for you today. Starting with number one. When life gets busy, messy, chaotic, muddy, all of these things, sometimes it gets so complex, I always have to take it back to simple. Determine the outcome you want. When we go at each other, we're just mixing the pot, and usually it makes things worse. I've actually never been a part of a conversation where we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and something good actually came out of it. Typically, it takes five more conversations later before we can find some sort of resolution. Decide how you want things to go and work from there. Try not to get caught up in the little nits or jabs or comments and certainly don't contribute to them because it's really easy for us to push each other's buttons. And especially if we know a person that we're talking with and we know them personally, we know exactly what to say and a way to say it that's just going to get under their skin and make it worse. Don't do that. Decide on what's going to be a way for you to move forward and be healthy for you. And when I say healthy, it's that state of mind where we feel good. 
You know, if you've ever had a situation that's weighing on your mind, it, it really contributes to your entire day. You can't do anything as well because you're so upset by this. Think about how to allow your mind to be healthy and move it forward in a way that you're proud. Picture the outcome that's best for you and don't get caught up in that moment. Don't have to be right. The second tip, don't repeat yourself. If you find yourself in a conversation where you're constantly repeating what you're saying, the person is not listening to you. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but the person is not listening if you keep saying the same thing and nothing is changing. They are stuck in their own truth. You are stuck in your own truth. And whoever is right or wrong or indifferent, it isn't likely going to change anything in that moment. So you need to stop that conversation. Shut it down. Don't have to have anyone be right or wrong. Just say you agree to disagree for now. Give it some time. Time may heal, time may not, but nothing good is going to come of that and it's only going to make things worse, more negative, more dark, more hate-filled, all the things that we don't want. You absolutely should voice your opinion and give the other person the opportunity to do the same. Healthy dialogue, sometimes even argumentative, can be good, but if you keep repeating the same conversation, you have to recognize that and, and stop. My third tip, and perhaps the most important, if you get caught up in the middle of this thing and you feel overwhelmed and you're responding in ways that don't make you proud and you don't like the person you're being, walk away and think about who you want to be. Think about the person that will make you proud. What words would that person use in this situation? So for my friend's example, he used his mom as a guide. He thought, well, what would she want me to do? I sometimes use my grandmother and I think if my grandmother would hear how I acted, would she be proud? She means the world to me and she has been such a great role model for me for the type of person I want and hope to be. And I would never want to disappoint her. So I try to always use her as my bar when I can't see the answer on my own. Another way to think of this is if you watched a video of how you handled this with a person that you respect, you sat down and you could put in the video of this moment with somebody that you really think is amazing and makes good decisions, how would you feel? However I say it, it's really about just holding ourselves accountable. We can't change or control anyone else as much as we want to or as much as we believe we are right and we have the right answers. It's because it comes from our perspective and it's right for us, but we can't control anyone else. So we can only determine how and who we want to be. And how and who we want to be has to be so important to you that you practice being this person every day in the little things and in the big things. If you only practice trying to be the person you want to be when the big things happen, you'll just resort back to reactionary negativity, which is so often where people go and have regrets and, re and are embarrassed by what they did. We have to make this a habit we form. And the way we make it a habit that we form is by practicing it every day with little responses to life. Instead of seeing a red light as a negative hurdle in our day, we see it as an opportunity to breathe. Instead of seeing someone's reaction as a negativity, give them the chance to talk. Show compassion. Instead of always anticipating something negative is about to go, try to take the high road. Try to believe that life is moving ahead in your favor. Believe that good things are on the way. Find that mindset for you. If you only practice this in the tough times, it's not going to stick. So you've got to practice it each and every day. So those are my three tips. Determine the outcome you want. Be very clear on that. Don't get caught up in the nits, the jabs, the little things. They just get us off track. Be very clear on that outcome. Don't have to win.
Just be very clear on the outcome. Don't repeat yourself so that you get caught up in this never-ending cycle of arguments and, and negativity. Give people the chance to state their truth, state your truth. Sometimes just walk away. And then clearly define and be the person you want to be in the good, the bad, the indifferent times. Fall in love with that person and know why it is so important for you to be that person. And maybe sometimes in doing what is hard and tough, but right and kind, maybe, just maybe, you'll inspire someone else to be that way too. Maybe you would end up empowering that negative person to actually be better than they are simply by you bringing out the best in them. Oh, this is like my favorite part, right? When we can actually show by example how good it feels to just make the good choice, take the high road, be a kind person, and all of a sudden that person that was being so terrible and nasty and negative sees that maybe they want to be that way too, and all of a sudden they come back with something a little bit more kind. Oh my gosh, that is like a miracle in action right there. I love those times. But they don't always happen. I know that's true. Sometimes we'll never, ever come to agreement. Sometimes we'll never get over something. Sometimes that person is never going to change their mind. But I've seen a few times that just acting with respect when someone thought that I was going to respond negatively, appreciate it so much, they, they ended up deciding that they wanted to be that way too, and they changed how they behaved. So I work with inmates in, in jail systems, and I do life coaching, and I teach yoga to them. And one day I came into the jail and there was one woman who was extremely negative about me being there. I kept noticing she was making little one-off comments as I was speaking and rolling her eyes and wasn't paying attention to me at all. And, and finally, when I called on her for something, she responded to me and told me that I could not possibly understand what her life was like. And she asked me if I had ever been in jail. Well, I told her I had not. And so she responded that I had no right trying to tell her how to live if I hadn't walked in her shoes. She said a few more names under her breath and rolled her eyes and made fun of me to the person sitting next to her. And as I began to talk to the rest of the group again, she continued to cut me off and make comments. But you know what I said next? I said that she's right. I absolutely have no right telling anyone how to live. But I can appreciate that life is tough for everyone. So I want to say that again. We may not tell someone how they need to be, but we may not understand their life at all. In fact, most people, we will never understand their life because we've not walked exactly in their shoes. But we can appreciate that life is tough for everyone. And that tough, it just comes in different shapes and sizes for us. So I told her I understand her perspective and I appreciate it. I actually told her I appreciate you being honest with me. And then I sh shared a story of a time that I stumbled in my life. I wanted her to know that even though I didn't know exactly what her life was like, I too had had some missteps and stumbles and my life was certainly not perfect. I didn't want to make the story about me, but I wanted her to know that I understood that life was hard. I wanted to have compassion for where she was. I didn't want to get defensive or try to prove myself to her. I only wanted her to know I understood. When I finished, her eyes got big. 
She pulled me aside and she said she would have never guessed that I would have gone through such a rough patch in my life. I told her that she absolutely had my permission to not participate for the rest of the day if she didn't want to. But I appreciated who she was and where she was and her decision. And it was up to her. And you know what? She participated. And she came up to me at the end, gave me a hug. It was like this huge transformation in just a few hours' time. But I realized that she came in probably with some misconceptions and probably had been treated poorly by others in the past of people trying to tell her what to do. And she had such defense mechanisms up. She had so many guards up. She almost wasn't willing to let somebody else into her life. So what I had to do was really try to just understand and have compassion for where she was without trying to tell her anything more. Sometimes we just have to appreciate that somebody may have a different perspective than ours and offer kindness anyways. Leave it up to them to decide how they want to proceed. We are not perfect human beings, and we each make errors, mistakes, have flaws, are, have failures, don't do the things we want to do, but we also are also amazing, wonderfully good human beings who want to bring out the best in ourselves and others, and that's just a choice that we can make each and every day. Now, while I may have sound like I have thought this whole thing out and have all the answers, I want you to know I completely know that I do not have any of the answers at all. This is just conversation. This is an area that I'm very passionate about practicing in my everyday life because it is so important to me to love the person I am in the good and the bad times. It is so important for me to carry my head high and be kind and compassionate to others. That is so important to me, but I have yet to master it. But I want to, and so I'm working on it every day. And if you want to as well, I challenge you to work on it with me. I think that it's easy to be nice and kind and supportive when life is good. But it's when we're stressed, when somebody comes in and adds to that stress and we feel overwhelmed and we react on autopilot. We need a better response. Because I truly believe that this, this decision that you make in your life to take the high road, this can have a ripple effect in your life. What if you stopped one bit of negative energy from heading out into the universe? Energy is contagious. So by stopping that one bit, you probably stopped hundreds, if not thousands, of negative reactions. So just think about it. I practiced this the other day when I was on a flight. When I got on a flight, I was stressed because the flight was delayed and I was thinking about I might miss my connecting flight and I might miss something that I was trying to get to and this is where my mind was so my face was very stern and as people were walking on their face was stern as well and their face were, they uh, didn't have any smiles on their faces then all of a sudden I decided I'm going to try to smile at each person I might feel a little odd but I'm going to try this little science experiment out and you know what happened Every single time I smiled at somebody getting on that flight that was delayed and people were stressed and worried about their connections too, they smiled back. And I found that people talked to me on the plane. And I found that when we got off, people talked to me. And I found that this was just because I created that bridge to changing the environment, to taking something tough or negative or frustrating or whatever the word is that you might call it and try to change it into something more positive. When you take the low road, you inspire others to as well. When you take the high road, you inspire others to as well. 
High road doesn't mean that we're better than anyone else because we're not. No one is better than anyone else. It simply means we've remembered that we're all human beings and we're all fighting battles that no one knows anything about. And so if we can just offer a little kindness in a dark moment, we might truly be able to shift the energy of the world and at the least shift the energy in your world. Here's to finding the good in your life today and taking the high road even when they go low.